Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Earspace. How's it going? It's me, Byron, your host. For any new listeners, uh, my name is Byron. I am the host of this program. Uh, on today's episode, we sit down and talk to Sibel Kovan. Um, we talked about Bulgaria and France and uh, immigrating to America when she was real young and um, some ghost stuff and, and some fun fun other things. So I'm sure you guys will enjoy uh, my conversation with Sibel. Um, yeah, uh, we're back doing podcasts again. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, our last episode that came out with the anonymous guest. Um, got uh, uh, one more episode, including this one that we recorded about a month ago when uh, all the computer shit happened and whatnot. And then after that, we got some brand new content for you guys. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. And don't forget to check out rock10productions.com. That's R-O-K, the number 10, productions.com. If you're looking for any recording, mixing, or mastering, or any instrumentals, definitely give us a shout and we will take care of you. Uh, the song used on this episode is called OMG Sad Trap. It's kind of like a, a lo-fi version of a, a, like a trap song. I don't know. It's, it's always like real weird for me to try to describe the beats that I make because it's like a vomiting of, uh, um, <laughs> of like creativity and shit. Um, yeah, so rambling intro. I hope you guys enjoy my conversation today with Sibel Kovan. I think it's cool. It's like the best way to have a conversation with somebody, though. Cause like, and then you have that conversation forever. Yeah, that's what I like, too. Um, all right. <clears throat> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Earspace. Happy Monday to you. <clears throat> On today's episode, we are joined by... Sabelle Coven. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. How are you doing today? How's your day going? I'm doing great. I actually woke up um, really early, and it's the earliest I woke up for you. Really? Since the whole quarantine. No shit. <laughs> what, what time do you like normally wake up? Like 10. Ooh, that's nice. That's <laughs> I love nice. sleeping in. Do you stay up late, or...? Um, even if I go to bed at like 11, which what is what happened last night, I still like, I don't know. I just, in the mornings, I just love sleeping in. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. But I read that women overthink a lot. Yeah. And that's why we like to sleep in. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cause, huh. But then it, it, it makes me wonder because for instance, Nick, yeah. Nick's gears are always grinding and like, yeah, he over he also thinks so much but he doesn't need all that sleep so it kind of confuses me do uh yeah for the listeners out there um past guest nick durkle this is his other half I, yep that's me <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess like with the sleeping stuff in mind like do you have like a certain um like ritual before uh you go to bed and when you wake up or is it just kind of you know well, pass out and wake up no i have to wash my face yeah <laughs> Um, some, if, okay, my favorite toothbrush is at my house. So if yeah. I sleep at Nick's, it sounds gross, but I don't brush my teeth because. Why don't you just get another toothbrush? Well, so we did, but we don't have a toothbrush holder. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like hanging half over the sink. 
And then when Nick brushes his teeth, it like oh, goes it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we keep on wanting to do that. But I, I, I wash my face. I put on vitamin C serum. Yeah, yeah. Night and like morning and at nighttime. Yeah. Moisturize. What kind of uh, like moisturizer do you use? I use um, First Aid Beauty. Okay. It's the best. Yeah. Literally, there's just these ceramides. It's, it's it just like really hydrates your skin. Yeah. I like that over any moisturizer because when I wake up in the morning, my skin is literally like you could, like alligator skin. No, it Not looks amazing trying. with the oh, moisturizer oh, when you, I wake got up. Got it's got literally like you're glowing. I recommend. Yeah. Dude, yeah, because I know you know. Um, we were talking a little bit off mic. You know a lot about like skincare and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, obviously with the quarantine and, and whatnot, there's a lot of changes that are going on. But am I correct in saying that you have like a profession in the skincare world, or is that am yes. I just wrong about that? I'm an esthetician. What is that? Um, we basically take care of your skin if you have acne. Um, I went to school for laser, yeah. laser hair removal, tattoo removal. I'm still trying to pursue that, but it's really hard to get a job in this field. I feel like especially in Lancaster because the beauty field isn't as big as mm. it would be in New York or Miami gotcha. or like, you know what I mean? But um, I actually had the greatest interview before Corona happened yeah. and, and the the lady interviewing me told me i think the patients would love you here and she got me so hyped up and now it's like i sent her this long email too i called like five times but no answer so i understand damn damn that's crazy okay if you're listening and you work in the laser world please hire me (laughs) (laughs) i uh i have a, a bunch of questions about that it's a completely foreign um world to me but give me just one second i just realized i need to change something on my computer to super derail this conversation super fucking up so far so good it'll be like it never happened Um, so would, uh, what's the word again? You said anesthetician? Esthetician. Esthetician. <laughs> How do you spell that? Ah, uh, there's two ways. Yeah. Um, so E-S-T-H-E. Oh my gosh. Why did you do this? <laughs> no, I was just curious. <laughs> I have like, to write it out. <laughs> E-S-E-S-T-H-E-T. It's all good. I- it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. C-I- A-N. Esthetician. Esthetician. All right, cool. Because if I see things like spelled out, then I can like for sure remember how to, yeah, yeah. Like, how to say them. Um, so you said you were trained on like laser hair removal and whatnot, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Um, so what like goes into the training for that? Is it like a, you know, like a tech school kind of thing or do you have to do like certifications or do you get like a license or? Well, first you need your um, either a nursing yeah. license or aesthetic license, which I already have that. Gotcha. And then you can get certified for laser. So right. I technically didn't have to go to school for it um, because I can get hired. You can get hired and then the um, place would teach you and gotcha. give you a okay. certification. Right. But I wanted to learn it because I was just so interested in it. Right, so right, right. I did invest a lot of money into it. Yeah. It was worth it. I hope it's worth it because I still don't have a job. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> how uh, how long is like the schooling for something like that? It was, 
it wasn't that long, honestly, but it was no days off for like a few weeks. So, yeah. so it's like even a, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, right, every day. Gotcha. It was gotcha. in Boston. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's cool. How'd you like Boston? I, I haven't been there in it years. It was too cold. Like, we ventured out with some of the girls, but it was really cold. Yeah. Like, of course. I was, don't know. Was it mostly, like, a female? Um, all female. Yeah. Like, I was curious about that. All um, female, literally. Just all female. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What, um, like, what led you to get into that? Oh, um, the aesthetic world. Yeah. So I wanted to be a flight attendant. Oh yeah. And I actually, out of the whole United States for Emirates Airlines, out of the whole United States, they picked two people. No shit. And I was one of them. No shit. <laughs> but it was crazy because when I walked into the room, I went. My interview was in New York City. It was a three day long interview. Damn. I walk in. There's like a hundred people and. Most of them are already flight attendants. So yeah. imagine like how nervous I was. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. And I just kept seeing my number because they would eliminate people. And yeah. I kept seeing my number on the board. I was just in shock. And Damn. it made me feel very proud that yeah, right. I could do like that they accepted me. And out of the whole United States, because they had interviews in Miami, L.A., like right. Two people. That's crazy. I know. And especially like Emirates is such like a, maybe bougie is the wrong word, but like Emirates is such like a, a luxurious, high class, high class uh, but airline. Know, but the pay actually, apparently it sucks. Oh, but really? you get a free apartment in Dubai. Oh, yeah. Yep. And huh. I was going to move there, but I was in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. And I ended up staying like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. he, he didn't want you to go? Or no, like... but then I broke up with him a month after. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. And then that's when I pursued aesthetics. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, is it something that, like, if do you still, like, want to do it? Can you go back and, like, try to get into it? I mean, obviously, it seems like an extremely, like, hard thing to get into. So Yeah, um, I think about it all the time. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like something... That I feel like when I'm 80 and I look back on it, I'm going to just regret not trying it out. Yeah. And maybe I just want to try it out for six months. Like. Yeah, right, right. Well, hey, I mean, maybe you can take it as like a learning experience to be like, do what you want to do. Fucking yeah. Don't listen to no man bullshit. You Fuck know? yeah, I'm going to, when I have grandkids. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly You're trying to have kids? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to have you- kids too. I think about it often. Me Not too. now. Do you though. feel like you kind of <laughs> know them in a weird way? Like- I had a dream once that I had a daughter. Aww. It was mad weird. It was years ago, and I like woke up and was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, I have a kid. Where is my kid? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I like started thinking. I was like, "Shit!" Like, do I actually have a kid that I don't know about? <laughs> dreams are trippy. Um, yeah, dreams are super weird. I have like lucid dreams like all the time. Me um, too. Like, to the point where it's kind of, like, annoying. Like, I had one last night. I had one the night before. Um, do you have any, like, lucid dreams that, yes. like, stand out to you? Yeah. Um, not last night, but the night before. I had a dream that it was so weird. I was in the field of where airplanes are. Yeah. Like, you know, like In Dubai, by chance? I don't know where in the world, but, <laughs> yeah. but right at the edge, what, there was, like, the ocean yeah. and I somehow got buried in the sand and the waves were going over me. It was oh, so shit. creepy. Yeah. And it was like lucid. So you were like fully like 
like trying to get out and the, like all that. Well, I, well, it's weird because I don't know when I'm dreaming. Right. Do you know when? Oh, okay, gotcha. Do you under? Do you know that you're dreaming? Well, that's like the the idea of like a lucid dream oh. is that you like you wake up in your dream state and you can oh. like control what you're doing. Nope, not me. So like the ideal situation what people talk about is like if you have a lucid dream, you can like fly or you can manifest a cheeseburger or you you know what I mean True. like you control the universe. But oftentimes what happens to me is like I'll be in a given scenario and I'll like wake up, quote unquote, in my dream and be like, all right, I can control this shit. But it's always like violent. <laughs> like, there's always like either like people are trying to kill me or I'm just like randomly killing people. But like for good, I hope so. I don't know. But yeah, I have like lucid, violent dreams like all the time. So maybe that's uh, anybody out there that knows... um Anything about that, maybe you can shoot me a DM and we can figure out what the fuck's wrong with me. But um yeah, man, that's crazy. So I think you just have an interesting brain. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like to think like I think I talked about it on the podcast before, but I really like dig on the idea of like shared memories from like generations ago. Mm-hmm. So like my uh my gram my gram my <laughs> grandpa on my mom's side was uh, Serbian grandpa. Yes, uh, fought in World War II, like against the Nazis and shit. Oh, I didn't turn my phone off. Super professional. <laughs> um, so obviously he was involved in like combat and whatnot, and I have like a lot of the traits from like my mom's side of the family. So I, I think I fantasize sometimes that like maybe I had when I dream sometimes with these violent dreams, I'm like experiencing memories that are passed down like from. You know, like in my DNA or whatever, because there's this whole like I'm I'm not a scientist. I can't talk about it in probably the detail that I should. It's the study of like epigenetics. It's basically the idea of like shared memories through generations. And they've done some like tests and whatnot. I'd highly recommend any of the listeners to go out and uh, look into it. But the one example that was like in theory, like proving the idea um, that I remember that I can explain was uh, they had a, a, I believe it was a dog, um, and they, or let's say it was a, a rat, because it makes it sound a little bit better for, for the what they did. It might have been a dog, I don't know. Um, but what they did is they had the, the mom rat, and they, uh, they sprayed this, like, citrus smell um, that the rat wouldn't have smelled out in nature or whatever, some weird chemical mm-hmm. citrus smell or whatever. And then whenever they would smell that smell, they would shock the... Uh, rat or the dog or who, whatever it was. That's what I'm saying. I hope it was a rat. <laughs> I, I feel like it was a, it was a dog, but I don't know. Oh. Um, and then when the uh, rat had a baby, they would sp- uh, spray the citrus smell and measure the uh, brain or whatever, and the rat would have fear mm-hmm. based off of what? The idea being that like it's shared memory from its mom that like, you know what I mean? Like it associates this smell with, uh, you know, with pain and whatnot. Yeah, wow. That's really interesting. The idea of it is fascinating to me because like there's obviously like all the normal stuff that we think about on a day-to-day basis and then there's all this other shit that's going on that I like to occasionally trip down thinking about like you know like aliens and oh my gosh the woo-woo I, I, shit. aliens are so real you like have you ever like seen like a like a ufo or okay something like that? i have i do have a story but i so i was in 12th grade yeah um and i do you know ian lavasser by chance 
Uh, maybe. I, I don't think. And I was with Ian and our friend Taylor, and we were at Speedwell in Lidditz. Yeah. And it was like the time where it was like the sun was setting, so you could see some stars. Well, there was this really bright star looking thing mm-hmm. like and it just sat there and i was like guys look at that like it's so pretty and we stared at it and out of nowhere i'm not kidding you like Phew, it zoomed no out way. we yeah. were like what no <laughs> that way was so weird i saw a uh like a triangle once no way in Lidditz, ironically also um it was i don't want to say like 2013 2012 um yeah it was super weird i was driving stopped at like a stoplight or something like that and i looked up and there was this like black triangle and then i was like what the fuck and whoever i was with saw it as well and we were talking about it and then we continued on and it and it disappeared it's super weird you know what i think about sometimes you know how they say that there are some aliens here on the on earth who look like people yeah 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 what i'm confused about is so our elements on our planet they're safe for us yeah but for instance it in one of the in our on our planets like jupiter i think it is or saturn i don't know it like rains acid or there's oceans of acid somewhere yeah that's super toxic to us right so my thinking was i do do these aliens have the same elements like oxygen h2o that it doesn't hurt them damn that's an interesting thought yeah i also think about what their currency is like what do they do like we have money yeah right what do they use (laughs) i'd like to think that like if there is some super advanced like species out there that they live in some like peaceful like shared economy they have to barter system or something like that you know what i I mean i think that too i'm like i I doubt they have wars (laughs) yeah that's that's (laughs) hope for sure isn't it weird though like if you think about it about like aliens uh or whatever like another civilized colony of creature similar to us if they have war it's kind or like things like that it kind of weirds me out because it's when you think about it, it's like they're just battling each other. Yeah. But then we do that. We like. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? What no, I'm I think to I say? understand what you're saying. I mean, also. It's like, why would you fight your own? Right. Yeah. Like, you'd think that, like, an extremely advanced civilization would have, let's say, for the lack of a better word, matured past the idea of killing each other for. Yeah. What? Well, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, apparently, we're supposed to have peace for like 10,000 years. So, I. Really? Hopefully that's that's what my grandma told me. Oh, word. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to your grandma. I would really like that too. Yeah, she's uh, ninety four, lives in Bulgaria. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, so I definitely wanted to talk to you about um like your background and whatnot. Um you said that you were born in Paris. Mm-hmm. I'm born in Paris. How old were you when you came over here? I was seven, turning eight. Word. I moved here and I remember not liking it. Yeah. Like, I thought it was cute and pretty, but it wasn't for me. Did you move, like, directly to Lancaster? Yeah, directly from Paris to oh, Lidditz. No, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I couldn't sleep at night because it was way too quiet. It yeah. was, like, eerily quiet for me. Yeah. I remember trying the milk. I thought it was spoiled, but that's just how you guys do your milk here. Oh, yeah, because it's, like, pasteurized. Yeah, shit, right? there in Europe, it's so creamy and good. It's yeah. literally what the, the milk that you see in cartoons that you think it would taste like, it tastes like milk <laughs> <laughs> that's a good explanation you know what i mean yeah yeah and um 
I remember I was so used to being called in French Cybelle. Yeah. And then my name here, they pronounced it Cybelle. And I was like, that's not my name. Like, right, I was so right. weirded out by that. Right. Um, I had to get held back. I, I came here in second grade. Yeah. They, and then I was in the class for a month. And then a teacher came to me and was like, show me my new first grade class. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why? Apparently every ESL student mm-hmm. has to get held back for some reason. Yeah. I think that's silly. But Was there like a language barrier? Like, did you speak English? No, I had to learn English. All? But oh, I learned shit. it in like less than a year. Yeah. I've heard like when you're really young, it's very easy to. So easy. Learn a, a different language. Yeah. It's it's. Your brain just soaks it up. Yeah. And I remember being so embarrassed speaking in English to my mom. Yeah. Like, because it was new. And right, like, right, I, right. I don't know why, but. Was it like, uh, would you typically speak um, like French in the house or was it? Uh... So with my dad, I speak French. My mom and I, my mom also speaks French. Okay. I speak French, obviously, but with my mom, I speak in Bulgarian. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And then in, yeah, with my dad, I speak in french my siblings french got you so mm-hmm. your dad's from france he's actually originally from turkey oh okay cool cool yeah and do you know like what brought him to france yes he just told me the story actually is it's something you want to share on the podcast yeah. or is it some weird shit no so my dad was in high school yeah and he was my dad's always been the type who he he's always wanted to work for himself and yeah. um he was in class and reading a romance novel and the teacher like had enough of him. So she expelled him oh, and he's shit. from like the most conservative town in Turkey. So yeah. it's like anyway. And so my dad couldn't get into any other schools like they wouldn't allow him. Yeah. So my dad told my grandma, he was like, Mom, I'm moving out of this country. There's no future for me here. I'm not going to work for someone. So he's like 17. He put on a tuxedo with his cousin and they they got they bought visas. But then the bus driver was like, you bought these like visas aren't you can't you can't buy a visa. These are fake. And then he was like, I don't know, man, like when we get to France with this bus, I don't know if they'll let you in. So they went through the countries. (laughs) They stayed in Italy. I love that. Yeah. And then they like. They made it to France, and my dad's, like, in the beginning, it was hard. He he didn't have that much money. Later, he opened up a restaurant. That went great. That's awesome. Yeah, and then he met my mom and had me. Was the, the restaurant, like, like Turkish food exactly, that he brought Turkish over? Exactly, Turkish food, Awesome, yeah. very so cool. So good. Very mm-hmm. cool. I've never, I had, I was in France, uh, in Paris, actually, um, it was a long time ago, but while we were there... I had something that I believe was Turkish food, like the spinning thing. Yes, that's exactly What's what it, called? it is. What's it called? Doner? I don't know. how. Uh, Duner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duner. That was bomb. So good. I, and it's huh. better. I, I swear they're like, okay, um, there's a restaurant here and they make it too. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's very similar, but I feel like the ones like overseas are oh, way yeah. better. Well, yeah, I mean, like like you said earlier about, like, the milk being different. I mean, even if, like, unless, I feel like if you source your ingredients here, they're going to be, you know, the Americanized version of yeah. whatever. Even if you get your meat from, like, a organic, locally super good, whatever, it's still got, like, 
the potential to have like weird shit in yeah, it. Yeah, or, you know or just I mean? not the same taste. Yeah, yeah. When I was over in in um, Paris, I remember eating a shit ton of cheese, and there was <laughs> this one sandwich or this like open. It was a croque monsieur, I Monsieur believe. Croque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like my jam. I, I like I wanted to try a bunch of different things, but that ended up being like the go-to. I, I know, is this it, so good? So good. <laughs> and I had one recently here that was like similar, but they didn't use like the right cheese. So did you go upset. to um that where did you get it at? Um it was in Gettysburg. Oh, okay, never mind. It was like two or three years ago. I don't remember the name of the place. But it was like a French like yeah. bistro kind of deal. And everyone in there was speaking French, so I was like, This should be legit. Yeah. Damn when um, I think But of- it was not it was not the same. When I think of Gettysburg, I think of hoes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I think I don't know if I talk about it much on the podcast before. I went to school out in Gettysburg, um, for this like, uh, I believe it was six months, similar <gasps> to what you said, kind of like an everyday intensive learning audio engineering thing where they taught us like how to use Pro Tools and whatnot. And I think I remember um, you going there. Yeah, yeah. And it was that's where I met um uh, this guy Tom that was just on the podcast. Um I don't know if his episode's either out already or it's going to come out soon um depending on when we drop this one. But yeah, I uh had some very strange experiences there. I've never really like super subscribed to the idea that ghosts are real, but I tell you what, um in Gettysburg, I saw some weird shit that I'll never never forget. Like do what? you have a relationship with ghosts Um, isn't your mom like a ghost (laughs) talker or something like that yeah she she can it's weird she can definitely connect Is, so, did you say your mom like your mom can like talk to ghosts or is that? Yeah, like to people who have crossed over. <laughs> no shit. How does that work? I don't know. I'm not in her brain. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Does uh like did you ever like talk to her about it? Like have has she ever like yeah I told mean, you some shit? Yeah, she's told me some shit. It was kind of weird. So when the Central Boys passed away, yeah, I was friends with. I'm not familiar. Tyler and his brother was one of oh, the It was like a, it was a car accident. Yeah, a car accident. In high school or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, um, one of the boys had like a missing tooth naturally. Yeah. And he had like um, a retainer thing to yeah. put into for a tooth. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, all the boys are making, like after they passed, she was like, I keep hearing the boys making fun of John. Like yeah. they're... That his smile is perfect, and my mom had no idea why. And I told Tyler, and Tyler was like, "Sabel, he had like a missing tooth." Oh, like nobody and knew that. And now his smile's shit. perfect. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. And other things like I don't know, but like unexplained. How did she know that stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I experienced two times, like with like paranormal. Yeah. And it wasn't scary stuff. Yeah. It was kind of like. I think it was more of like hi, like um, one like, of like hey, how's it going? Yeah, but this was really weird. So my friend from high school, he passed away, um, tragically, and he really liked shoes. So yeah. I went 
a week after he passed, I went and bought these turquoise shoes and they were pretty cool and he really liked turquoise so on my way home I was thinking oh like Landon would really like my shoes if he was still here he would say something about it yeah and I get home and I retry my shoes on and I set them down by my couch literally like just like how my shoes are here yeah and I go and I put like I had like a light vest on or a light jacket and I go and put it in my closet and I turn around just naturally looking yeah and my one shoe is already standing on its tippy toe no shit. i was so freaked out it was during the daytime i screamed and ran outside but i saw it right in the middle and i it dropped i was like what the fuck yeah right right (laughs) but then i was at first i was like my god i knew it my house is haunted (laughs) but then i thought i was like well i i heard that when someone passes they have the most energy to show you like they have them they're the strongest okay like that where they can move things in the physical world you know what i mean yeah 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 and it was within those two weeks that something happened that's (laughs) crazy and then i was like oh it was just him like probably he heard my thought yeah the other one was i was in aesthetic school and there's all these rumors about it used to actually be an elementary school in like the 1800s and this teacher named Alice is still there, and our aesthetic room was where she used to teach. Yeah. And, like, I'm getting this. It was um, clinical, so we had uh, um, people come in f- to get facials done for yeah. us to practice on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm s- filling this palette up with products, and it starts moving away from me. I was like, no shit. thank God my friend Marissa was next to me. I was like, Marissa, do you see this? And she's like, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that's all that happened, though. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, I always wondered, like, not to knock it at all, because those are both, like, positive things or not Not negative things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I've always been curious of, like, the stuff like that that happens where it's, like, why, like, if I was a ghost, like, what would I do? Or, like, why would you move the tray or something yeah, like that like, like what does that what's mean the point <laughs> just to like pro- like why just would you say, waste like, hey, all I'm your energy yeah. yeah maybe it's like to have like the idea because they say like all right this is gonna be a little mini tangent but it's like they say the you know the classic quote or whatever that you die twice like you die and then you die again when like the last person says your name or like oh, yeah. when your memory dies or whatever maybe this person moved this little palette thing so you would tell the story now on this <gasps> podcast so and their could. memory lives forever. Yeah, literally. You're probably right, though. <laughs> you know? Like, remember me? Yeah, right? Or I'm still here. Yeah. But apparently she's a really sad ghost. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently they hear her, like, crying. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's creepy as fuck. I know. <laughs> I, I used to have some strange experiences in this building thinking that it was, like, haunted or whatever, but I later came to realize that I was just stoned and like I was making really stupid decisions. Like I did a podcast with Lindsay uh, maybe a couple of years ago and um, I definitely recommend anyone to go back and listen to that <laughs> episode. It was a fucking nightmare. We, we both ate um, edibles, like marijuana edibles. And then I had like a really bad uh, mic cable that was old and like kind of broken. And there was road work going on like down the street. And apparently, according to some other audio engineers that I talked to, if a mic cable is like going out, like it's going to break soon and it's coiled up in the wrong way, uh-huh. it can pick up other radio frequencies. Oh. So while we were recording, 
like randomly there would be like voices speaking in Ew. Spanish <laughs> like on the thing where we were like, oh my God, there's a ghost. And we were like trying to talk to it. And then like it was like a, an English voice or a voice speaking in English would come on and like laugh and say something else. We were like, holy shit, what is this? And then like a couple weeks later we realized like what the actual that's so was. funny <laughs> i was so freaked out for so long at least you figured out the logic yeah like, right like answer. i'd like to think that there's a logical explanation to everything like even you know with with the story about the the cart or the the shoe but also i'd like to believe in my heart that it's you know well, someone that's passed on trying to say like hey yeah, also it gives me hope like when i die i know i'll be around yeah, <laughs> or like right? i know what my conscious will be like you know, yeah. still existing. That's my only fear. My fear is just if I die, I don't want it to be the end. Yeah, right. I but don't think anyone does. No, but that made me like really believe that it's definitely not the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I like to think that um my whole, I'm not going to get into it super much because it's a it's a long ass thought. I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before, but I like to think that when you pass on, that like your consciousness goes and exists on. Like, if you're trying to give it, like, a logical explanation, that instead of the idea of, like, heaven or hell or whatever religious beliefs you have, um, maybe this would be an explanation of that. But mm-hmm. maybe when you when your physical body dies, your consciousness just exists on a different plane of yeah. existence. And then that would be either heaven or hell or whatever. And the idea being, like, Wi-Fi, you can't see Wi-Fi. It yeah. exists everywhere. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe there's other planes, other dimensions, so to speak, um, that are existing everywhere. And, like, your consciousness is not physical, so it just goes there. Now, yeah. who knows what happens Ooh. there or whatever, but... I mean, there could you know. be, like, a fucking building right here. I yeah, mean, we right? are in a building, but... Yeah, or yeah. there could be cars or, like, in another dimension just yeah. going by us and we don't... There oh. could be, like, millions of people sitting here right now. Yeah, we could be in the cemetery like, yeah, somewhere right? else. That's another way to think yeah, of anyway. it. There could be somebody <laughs> standing on your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a creepy thought. Um, I want to get back a little bit um, to your, um, like, moving to America stuff. You said that you... So you came to uh, Lancaster, to Lidditz from France when you were seven or eight-ish. Yes. Um, why did you, uh, why did your fam move you over here? Uh, so my mom, <laughs> when my sister had, okay, in Paris, my mom bought my sister a computer yeah. in, around the time when they came out and my sister's 10 years older than me. So I was like five or something. Anyway, she was on, she was in a group chat. Remember like the AIM group chat? Yeah. Yeah. BM she, paintball is 67. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, well, so she was um, in one and my mom was like, whoa, what's that? My sister's like, you can talk to people. Yeah. So my mom clicks, clicked on the name and it popped up like a private chat, just the two of you. And my mom was like, hi. And then the person was like, hey. And my mom's like, I'm in Paris. And like, oh, I'm in Lancaster. It's my stepdad now. But no shit. Yeah. And I'm like. Wow, if my mom would have never clicked on that, we'd be in Paris. Right. So your mom met your stepdad on like AIM. <laughs> That's fucking nuts in in France. Yeah. That's And he crazy. was like, "I'm a pilot. I can come see you." That's and my mom so got nuts. freaked out cuz like she was like, "What?" Like Yeah. And then they sent a picture of their face. <laughs> That's so beautiful though. So that was probably in what like the 1990 like something. 
what, like, 97? Yeah. Yeah, like, 97, 96. That's wild. That's, like, a beautiful, like, internet relationship I know from it's the very 90s. interesting yeah yeah and now here I am that's with crazy. Byron yeah that's fucking nuts damn like, yeah I do I sometimes I I I it's not that I resent my mom but like I feel like a part of me was ripped away from like being in my own of culture yeah and like although I get to visit it it's not like I indulge in it and like can like just you know what I mean it's have you like, ever thought about like moving back well, like I don't think Nick would like that. I wish I would like to like. Yeah. I just want to live there even for a year, just to yeah. to like reget what I want or right. I, I I'm yearning for it almost, right. you know? Because it's just I love I love being in the same environment as my language. Like I love right. hearing French. I love hearing Bulgarian. I love my best friends there. Like I have siblings there. I have everyone right, there. Right. There's still a lot of connections there. Yeah, of course. I fear that my one day if I have kids that they won't know French and won't be able to speak to my family. Right. You know, or right. like and people say, "Well, t- you have to talk to them." And I'm like, "Well, no shit, I have to speak to them, but it's just me." Right. I learned Bulgarian because I would go to Bulgaria f- in the summers while I was in France, like lived in France still, and my mom was around Bulgarians all the time. So that really helped me. Mm. And if it was just my mom and I didn't get to go to Bulgaria, right. I would speak broken Bulgarian. Right, right, right. Just like kind of immersing yourself w- yeah, with people. Like you have to learn too. You yeah. Know I mean? it's Damn. Just, so yeah, that's literally my fear. Yeah. That, that they won't be able to speak to my family. Well, maybe like besides you like trying to teach them, like maybe you can go there and visit or something. Well, duh. Of course I I'll know. go there and yeah, visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. That's a hard one. I'm, I'm Lindsay and I have been talking about um, going to Serbia sometime <gasps> next year. Oh my gosh. Um, I've always wanted to go. Like, I have cousins that I've never met. Yeah. Um, and there's like a lot of stuff that I'd like to see out there. Have, have you, you've never you ever been out there in Serbia? No, but it's like the same as Bulgaria. Yeah. We're neighbors. Literally. I heard it's real nice. I'm not oh sure though. No, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And also, like, I've seen some cool pictures. Yeah. You could also get like a mansion on an Airbnb for like 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems pretty cool. It is cool. Um, I love Eastern Europe. I love the feel of it. I love the people. They're so nice. Yeah. They are the best like hosts for home. Like, yeah. Great hospitality. You'll have a great time. What's a, like, what's the biggest difference that you've seen like? Especially in your later years of traveling back and forth when you had like, you know, you're older and you know more about the world and stuff. Um, what, what's like your, you see the biggest difference between France and Bulgaria? France and Bulgaria? Hmm. Wow. There's big differences. Yeah. But then they're kind of not alike, but because they're separate. But I feel like Europe all in one, they almost have the same mentality yeah. that uh, America doesn't have. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but people overseas are so thoughtful, in my opinion. Yeah. They're very thoughtful. Um, they care about you so much. They don't talk shit behind your back yeah. as often as it's like genuine. my American friends used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when they have a problem, they actually tell you. If, for instance, if let's say I gained weight, let's say I gained 60 pounds. Yeah. 
my friends here, I feel like would be like hesitant to tell me because they don't want to hurt my feelings. Right. But there they would tell you like, girl, you gained 60 pounds. You need to do something about it. Right, right, (laughs) right. You know, they're more direct or they think what they, literally what they think they say. Right. So my friend, Ani, did you ever meet Ani? I don't know. Possibly. I know I met, I met one of your friends. From Bulgaria. From Bulgaria. I think that's who. Briefly. And I think she came here. Yeah. Not like in this space, but when I was in the other studio. Ani. She she was tiny, had long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You met her. I think I met her, yeah. So her problem was when she first moved here, she would say what she thought and people would feel like, um, not intimidated, but kind of like, like she was wasn't friendly. Yeah. 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 And now she stopped doing that. And then I remember she was like, Sabelle, why, why is, why are asses such a big deal here? Cause in Europe it's like boobs. And then she, oh, was, really? she came, she comes here and it's like all these ghetto buds. <laughs> like, remember the twerking era? Yeah. The twerking yeah. era. That's when oh she my God, moved yeah. here. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So what was that? Like 2012, 13? Yeah. Or 14? 2014. Yeah, yeah. Like when like twerking was like, essential to life yeah fucking weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is weird i never really thought about like the twerking era like that's totally real yeah thank god it's like almost over i feel like yeah now it's just kind of like people have bodies and yeah it's like yeah i wonder if it's like part of it is like you know us like growing up and stuff though too you know what i mean oh like like, like the twerking era like, still it's in, probably still but, a really big like, deal but we're it's like, like 21 year olds yeah like we have other things to worry about now besides twerking yeah now we're 26 and 27 yeah so. right growing up growing up so i mean obviously there's like a bunch of differences between america let alone lit it's like conservative area in pennsylvania yeah um what would be like if you could name a couple cities i would like to live in that too, but I was gonna say like big differences between um like America and um French obviously or France like obviously the things you named but one thing else. that grinds my gears <laughs> <laughs> is that you have to fucking drive everywhere. Oh yeah, I hate yeah. it. I wish I wish I could just step out and like walk to my destination yeah. or like take a bus like here right. here it's like if you take a bus you it's like looked down upon yeah isn't that weird? weird super weird it's so normal in other countries and here it's like oh that's embarrassing yeah and it, but like i hate that you have to drive everywhere um i hate that everything's so spread out like yeah. if everything was more condensed pe- you would see people on the streets like yeah. i that's what makes me happy what makes me sad is being in the car all the time also that risks getting into a car accident right right. you know what i mean it's just and and also my my friends in europe they don't pay for a car they don't pay for gas they don't pay for insurance all the money they're saving yeah right especially yeah i mean that's one of the things um that i've definitely like dug on um i think it was in march or not in march in february i moved um to the city in lancaster and now like i kind of I don't drive as much. I just like, I walked, I mean, I drove here today cause it was, I didn't want to walk. Yeah. But, um, I definitely have like, a, you know, Lancaster city is so small, but one of the things that I have really come to enjoy is that I can just like kind of, I walk to market and get like vegetables. Yeah, or, like, I, love that. I can walk to the studio and it's like a mile away. So it's like, you know, it's not a bad walk. No, not at all. It's um, refreshing. But yeah, definitely everything being spread out. Like if you want to go to the grocery store, if you want to, especially if you live right outside the city or 
especially if you live in like rural Pennsylvania or anything, like you, some people got to drive like yeah real far just to go get gas or whatever. Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah, I used to joke everything's like twenty minutes. Literally, in it is true. <laughs> if you want to go true, anywhere, though. it's twenty minutes away. It's you're right. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but Charleston though is like my top favorite places in yeah, the United States. Were you living down there for a while, or did you move down there? Or so something? in seventh grade. Um, I went like in middle school. We moved there. Yeah. And I actually didn't like it because my school <laughs> was very ghetto, and yeah. like I just didn't see like the beautiful side of Charleston really. Because I would go to school, this this like black girl made fun of my legs because they were too white. Like yeah. I was getting bullied. <laughs> yeah. And and then I got used to it. Then I really liked everybody. Yeah. But. Then when I got older, so my sister lives there with my nephews, and when I got older, I like I I got my own group of friends there. They're so smart. They're yeah. like amazing people. Engineer, uh, a PA, yeah. um, a tech, and they were they literally became my best friends. Yeah. And that those are things that I would never like. I'm so happy I met them. So yeah. when I think about oh I wish I lived in Europe still, I think about I'm like oh well I met all these amazing people yeah right. that i really appreciate like i right. can't imagine them not in my life right and charleston is just so beautiful they're you're by the ocean the streets are like it's just an older it's just like southern old historic yeah. town yeah uh the the buildings are so beautiful colorful Everyone's so nice. Like, yeah. like you go to the grocery store, like twenty people say hi to you. Here, yeah. it's like no Mind one says hi. To you. Yeah, yeah, I know it's weird. I was just in Atlanta. Um, I don't know when it was. It was like right before all this coronavirus shit yeah. happened, and that I just I missed that southern hospitality. I have some family down in South Carolina. And we went to visit them, and then went down to Atlanta to see this uh, uh, music performance, and. Um, <laughs> music performance it's like an old way of saying it. i went to a concert <laughs> i went to see a show i went to see a musical act like i went to see tool like the most like non like musical like it was like, like a rock show you know um but yeah just the southern hospitality is like something that it sucks that it's not here like i remember um uh when Lindsay first moved out here, she was saying how strange it was that because she's from like the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. where Isn't like she from Washington. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she grew up in Washington, and then she lived in Oregon or in like Salem, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, so for a while out in like California and stuff, mm-hmm. like all, all over the place. She's moved a lot, but um, one of the biggest things she was saying that was really interesting when she moved here was like she didn't understand. She was like, "I say hi to people on the street, and they're like, what do you want?'" Or, yeah. like, when I'm walking somewhere, like, hi, how are you doing, is received by, like, blank stares. and Yeah, and then it things. makes you depressed. Yeah. It's like, why, like, what's the, why Why is it so hard to smile and say hi yeah. back? I think it's, like, some, uh, I don't know. It's, like, there's this, like, weird macho energy on the East Coast that I've definitely experienced where, like, everyone's trying to be, like, hard or whatever where like saying hi and being friendly is perceived as being weak yeah or something or at least that's how it's been explained to me Mm -hmm. um i don't get it i also feel like most of the 
people, not most of it, because I don't know, but a lot of the people here, I feel like, haven't really ventured out into oh, the yeah, world. Without a doubt. And and they think this is all they know, I feel like. Without a doubt. I mean, there's definitely, I feel like in any area, there's people like um, that don't, you know, leave their home area or mm-hmm. whatever. But when you look at like Lancaster County as being like a kind of conservative, smaller city, smaller town, um, people that don't live leave and experience other things like still carry, you know, the Lancaster. I don't know how I'm trying to. What I'm trying to say is like if you're born in say like L.A. or in New York, where there's like multicultural everything, and there's people from mm-hmm. all over the world, and you stay there, mm-hmm. you're gonna experience like so many different things. But here, it's like if you never leave or you never even visit other places or you never live anywhere else, you're kind of just seeing like the same old fucking farmer, whatever the fuck people. And not to knock those people, like I get it, you know, sometimes shit changes, sometimes, you know, financial situations are hard and and whatever, but I'd highly recommend like to anyone to like at least travel, like if you can't live somewhere else or you, you, you don't want to for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, you only like, live once. Why would you want to stay in one place forever? Yeah, no my matter thought, where it is. My thought is also that I wonder if some people think that this life is like it everywhere. Like if they think, for instance, like I know what like for your soul, for my soul at least, what a better life is and that yeah. is to have people on the streets walking to places yeah here you can't do that i mean lancaster city you can yeah but, but like, it's definitely different yeah I mean, like like i'm like oh my gosh like there's there's a better way to live life and yeah. that's the like for instance okay um i feel like people here have a lot of like social anxiety because they don't communicate as much with each other um like like people you see on in the store or something like you usually like turn around and you don't want to talk to them but in europe you're walking all the time you see people all the time that it makes you like so adapt adapted to that life of like being around people and like socializing because that's their big thing there right right and here it's like leave me alone i want to go home (laughs) or like right well i think it's like the the big comparison too is like i mean if you look at like in if you were to look at like an American example um, between like, you know, big city, uh, LA and New York. Right. So in LA, like everything is spread out. Everyone drives. People are less like, Hey, how's it going? I mean, there's definitely more like uh, on the West coast, I'd say there's definitely a lot more like friendly. Hi, how are you doing on the streets? Mm -hmm. um, than there is on the East coast in general, but in the opposite um, idea, like in New York, everyone's on subways, everyone's walking around everywhere everyone's forced to interact with each other yeah. constantly we're in out in like la everyone's driving it's like a driving city mm-hmm. so everyone's kind of like in their own little box not interacting or yeah. interacting with people as much i know that kind of like uh goes against like the idea of like the west coast and the east coast people are more friendly but you know looking at it like that and using it as an idea to say in lancaster you know people are driving around a whole lot and they're not really interacting with each other that nope, much and not you're definitely at all. definitely mm-hmm. accurate about that um but big shout out to uh Lancaster and hopefully everybody here can uh you know make the best of life and figure out a way to treat other humans <laughs> yeah. like humans <laughs> um yeah damn so shit i lost my train of thought <laughs> Um, here, let's, uh, go some classic airspace questions. 
um, that I've been trying to work back into the into the show right. recently. Um, what makes you happy on a day to day basis? Like, where do you find your joy? Like in my life today. Yeah. My. Hmm. I okay. So in our house, we made a really cute and really pretty. So I do like being there. I have. Okay, this is gonna sound so silly. My cats bring me joy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dope. How many cats do you have? Two, but yeah. the one is I just bond so much with. Yeah. Um. What else brings me joy? Like, it would just bring me joy also to have a laser job. So yeah, I know that would bring me gainful a lot of joy. Em- gainful employment. Yeah, but um, besides that, I'm I'm joyful for life. I yeah. I don't. I. What specifically about life like makes you happy though? Like that the concept of being alive, yeah. But yeah, what the, about it? My family members. It's crazy that I got born into the people that is my family. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Because I could be with any family. You know right. what I mean? And right, right. I chose them. Right. Um. Well, actually, my stepmom is pregnant. So oh, no doubt. I'm going to be a very old sister, but I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many uh, siblings do you have? I have almost five. Wait, I have two sisters and two brothers and one sister on the way. Dope. Yeah, I'm excited. She's going to be born in like uh, this very soon, like a month or two. Oh, so. no shit. Yeah. Very cool. Well, happy almost new sister. Thank you. <laughs> what brings me joy also is just going, I swear, going to Bulgaria. It Like, I dream about it. I daydream about it every day. And not just Bulgaria. I dream about Varna, like yeah. the city. Yeah. I love the sea. I love my friends. I love the little life I have there. Yeah. It's amazing. I love the people. I love everything about it. Has, uh, have, um... Have you and Nick been out there, like, together? Yeah, he came with me in September. How did he like it? He loved it. Yeah. I wish he could have, I wish he would have seen it in, like, the prime season, like, in the summertime. Yeah. Because that's when it's, like, crazy. Like, yeah, right, right. You can, and, and, but it was too cold for us to go in the water. Gotcha. And, like, so I just wanted him to experience the beach life, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. He actually met <laughs> these guys. There's a beach bar there it's called kubo yeah and kubo is the most popular cafe bar in varna yeah. on the beach amazing nick met these um men who have wives or girlfriends that are bulgarian yeah and the one is from england the other one's from australia nick's from america and yeah. it's just so funny because it's all like english speakers right but right. their ladies are bulgarian that's cool <laughs> And he's excited to see them. Like yeah. I just asked him, I was like, "Are you excited to see Ryan and Wade?" And yeah. there was another one from Ireland. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. Yeah, he definitely had a good time. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. He said the meat was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I so bet. Good. That's awesome. Tell me about your life. <laughs> what What do you enjoy in a day to day basis? Um, I like creating. I like taking other people's creations and like making them more accessible to other people. Wow. Um that brings me joy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I started sculpting recently. Sculpting? Yeah, like with clay. <gasps> wow. Um Did- been painting. I just like 
dumping out creativity. Yeah. You know. All paintings awesome. Yeah, weird real weird paintings, real weird sculptures too. The sculptures I made were like real weird. They were like skulls with like like lizard arms coming out <laughs> of them and shit. So who knows about all that? But um yeah, I, the thing that brings me the most joy is just like creating art and everything else that goes along with that. Yeah. You, you know? are an artsy creative person too, so yeah. Well, it's just it you. Works. Yeah. Living it's awesome it. how we like are born with like a natural talent. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, it's definitely like a continually learning like every day and and trying to better myself and stuff. Like I think every day I try to regardless if I'm actually here or not, I try to do something to like better my knowledge on audio and like, you know, the mm-hmm. business side of everything and whatnot. Well, um, you got that going on, so. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to thank you uh, very much for coming on the show. Um, is you know is there anything that you want to promote? Uh, you know, Instagram or Facebook that if, where people want to like reach out, give you uh, aesthetic jobs or anything. Well, or- um, I'll give you my Instagram. Yeah, guys. So because I am an esthetician and I would love to help everyone out with their skin. Um, my Instagram is b e. L L E underscore K O V Bell Cove. Very so cool. So at me, find me. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show. I Thank appreciate you, Byron. it. I loved it. We had interesting talks, and I hope it happens again. Hell yeah! We'll have, to come, <laughs> have you come back on sometime. We'll talk about more ghosts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sick. Thanks. Bye. That yeah, was so uh, fun. I love podcasts.